Welcome to the Eat Fans Quickie Podcast, a 15-minute segment where we chat with various content creators of adult entertainment on what drives them, tips for growth, and so much more. Eat the simple, straight to the point, and contains easy-to-execute tips. This show is brought to you by EatFans.com. Monetize your influence. Who are you and what's your niche? <laughs> okay, so uh, my name is Harley Marie. Um... I have been around for a while at this point. Um, a lot of my fans that have been with me for that period of time um, kind of know my story. And as far as like my style, mm-hmm. um, honestly, I'm kind of all over the place. There are a lot of things that I like to dabble in and play in. There are a lot of kinks that I cater to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had started out initially as an exotic dancer and then moved to camming and then kind of started doing the amateur thing. So I've kind of done a little bit of everything. Um, and I started back in 2007. So it's been a really long time that I've, oh. as a part of the industry, um, so yeah, I like personally more the hardcore fetish um, stuff, more the BDSM, um, the the more hardcore kinks. Are more hardcore. My, my my play area. Um, yeah, I would have to say more hardcore. More hardcore. So you started in two thousand seven. How did you gain followers? I mean seems like people have been following your career a long time. I mean, it's going all the way back then. Huh? So uh, when I first started, I actually started under a different name um, as far as like the camming thing. And mm-hmm. always joke about it that you can actually search deep down and potentially find one of my original profiles. Um, the last time I looked, I did find it, which was kind of funny to me because it has been so long since I've used that name. I've been on that profile. It's just kind of like, why is it still around? <laughs> Like an old MySpace profile or something. Yes, it's it's just funny. And like I see me and, and the weirdest thing for me is in a lot of those pictures, I don't really have a lot of tattoos. And now I have tons of tattoos. So to see kind of the the baby Harley, quote unquote, as to, you know, who I am now is just, it's so crazy to see. Um, honestly, I got really, really lucky. I met... I guess you could say the right people that introduced me to the right people. And um, my friends are extremely supportive, you know, and my fans, my fans are extremely supportive too. Um, So my old name, I left, you know what I mean? Did some personal stuff. And then I ended up coming back to the industry. Mm -hmm. And then when I came back to the industry as Harley, I've been back now for, I honestly can't even tell you how long it's been a long time now. Um, And when I came back, it was a whole rebrand. A lot of my people, if they knew me from back then, I don't think still follow me now. I would be surprised if I had any of my original fans and following still. So it's like you had to start a a whole new career, huh? I did. And that's kind of what I wanted though. You know, I I wanted to take that performer rebrand her because when I started um 
you know, one thing for me was I didn't really do what I wanted to do. I did a lot of what I was pressured to do because I was 18 years old, you know, started this industry as a very, very young adult. And I didn't learn things in, take that back. I did learn things, but I didn't have the ability to put them into motion with the old performer that I was because that person was built per se. So I left, you know, kind of figured out what it was that I wanted to do and, you know, kind of explored my kinks on my own personally and figured out what I like, um, you know, and then came back and it was good for me, you know, and like I said, I've been very lucky. My friends and my fans that, you know, have been with me since I've been back. And some of those people do, do remember me. A lot of performers, like personal performer friends of mine do mm-hmm. remember me from those, you know, 18, 19, 20 year old days. Now, um, my birthday is actually next week um, and I'll be 32. So it's been a while that I've been around. Hmm. But as far as getting followers, um, promote yourself. I mean, really, that's that's the biggest thing. If you have the time and the opportunity and the mental capacity, I feel like that's really big to stress to juggle a lot of different social medias and a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is the best way to go because there are so many different platforms that you can reach people on. I mean, you've got TikTok, you've got Twitter, you've got Instagram, you've got all of these things to help get yourself out there. Um, so for me, that that is the biggest thing for me. And I've noticed um, over time, of course, with different platforms, you know, like Twitter, you don't want to use a lot of hashtags, you know, same thing with, um, you know, like TikTok, you don't want to overdo certain things too. So I definitely think that researching what it is that you are putting out as far as content and seeing if those things are shadow banned, because we all know that those, those are things that we deal with on a regular basis, you know, um, it, a lot of it is research and just trial and error to be very, very honest with you. And if you, you know, are lucky like I was who made friends to help kind of guide me, you know, then, then you're even better because you have those people to kind of fall back on and throw ideas with. And, you know, that's, that's part of the fun too, is, you know, learning from other people and, you know, brainstorming and collabing. I think collabing is one of my favorite things to do in the business. So, Yeah. I would, I would say definitely do your research and push your social media as much as you possibly can. Push it as much as you possibly can. And then you touched on something really important, which was like networking, you know, Mm -hmm. working with other people and not always just being an I, 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 just being like, what more can you give? I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of that situation like, okay, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Like people know me for the most part that if you need help, you can come to me. If I have the time and I have the means and I know the the answer to what it is that you're asking me, I'll gladly share my information. You know, I, again, you know, I will circle back. I was lucky. You know, I had mm-hmm. people that did that for me and I'm so appreciative of those people because they helped me become the performer that I am today. And I'm thankful for that because I am happy to still be here after all of these years, you know, there. Mm. Performers that can say that they've had 
this long of a stretch in the industry and are still happy to be here you know yeah still happy and like mentally all the way there like exactly that's why i said if you have the mental capacity of handling and juggling all of that social media because it's a lot i mean we we all know it's a lot social media is a lot It, it is literally a job in itself and you know we deal with trolls we deal with haters we deal with shadow banning we deal with so much stuff and Mm -hmm. um it, it can be very taxing. And another thing too, is taking time for yourself, taking a mental day and, you know, not doing anything, I think is a, a big thing too, because you have to reset yourself to continue moving forward. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I guess that kind of answers my next question, which was how do you keep your content fresh while avoiding burnout? But you just kind of. Honestly, um, I try to do the things that I like to perform. Like I know I'm performing per se, but to mm-hmm. me, that is what I do in my real life. You know what I mean? Like I don't put on an act and do things on camera that I wouldn't necessarily do for the most part in uh, my own real life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's more of that real true storyline per se you know what I mean like my fans know that I like to be spanked so they see me get spanked you know what I mean like they they know kind of what to expect from me at this point um I love trying new things though that that is always something that I'm up to try and you know of course I have a whole list of things that I have yet to try that I I definitely want to get to at some point um COVID has made things obviously a little bit harder but um, we'll see. I'm, I'm excited to see what the rest of the year holds. Cause we're about halfway through give or take. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's been a fun ride so far, so I can't complain. Um, but yeah, no, definitely take time for yourself. I will forever stress that, you know, even if it's going camping, if it is going, getting your hair done, if it's going to get a massage, if it is sleeping in, if if it's anything, what whatever it is that you do to relax mm-hmm. that time, especially if your body is telling you that you need that time, you know, it it's important to listen to your gut instincts and not push yourself beyond that point because at that point it doesn't do anything except cause harm and that's no fun. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you is is it's getting to a point where it's kind of, you know working backwards if you work too much like it's not even exactly yeah. exactly you have to take care of yourself you know and that to me it shows in your performance like i feel like if i'm extremely tired if i'm sick if i'm just not mentally there that day it yeah. shows in my not, camp just going through the motions like it exactly yeah. you know it it's it's going through the motions my my people know that i'm there I'm not focused you know Mm -hmm. that's not where my head's at and I don't like to do that because I like having expectations of my fans and I like having fun with my fans you know I want them to have as much fun with me as I I have with them that's why I'm here I'm I'm here to entertain you know um so yeah it it's definitely important to take a break whenever you need to take a break uh what change would you like to see in the online community space um, at this point, I would have to say that um, I'd like to see more support within the performers themselves. 
Mm. You know, I see a lot of times, and this is something that obviously happens all the time. And I know performers have talked about it before. And I know I've talked about it before that, you know, at the end of the day, no matter what part of the umbrella of sex work that we work in, we may not agree with other people and what they do, but I feel like we have to have respect for each other because if we're fighting each other, it only gives all of these outside people the power to come in and fight against us. You know what I mean? Like, I, I wish that I saw more support within the sex work community as a whole. Um, now, I've seen a lot of like, I've had a few performers, other performers like yourself, and they come on and they say like the same thing. Like they, there's like a, a, a division in the community. Yeah. What, what do you think can be done to kind of like bring it together? I guess. I don't, I don't know. Honestly. Because I guess it kind of feels like the Wild West because everybody kind of feels like, you know, it's just me. I got to, you know, it's like a bunch of freelancers at this well, point. Well, and it's everything is very more or less territorial, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people, my block. Exactly. Some people <laughs> don't want to um, give that information. Some people don't want to share their tips. Some people don't have that outlook you know and that's okay if that's the way that they feel that's totally fine me personally that's not me if I can help somebody and see them succeed that gets me off like I love watching my my friends and my family do good and do better and reach their goals that to me is it's a strive like it's that that is a high in itself you know what i mean like watching others succeed yeah like seeing my friends you know go out and you know, they're getting shoot after shoot with, you know, bang bros and brazzers and watching them and their come up, you know, it's, it's exciting for me. And it's, it's sad. Cause I think that's where the issue lies is the jealousy, um, within the industry of, of just people in general, you know, I, I wish that more people had that mentality of just wanting to see other people win, you know, instead of, okay, well, I saw you do that. Now I want to tear you down because you were happy and you made it, you know what I mean? And I'm, because I don't have that too. That's my personal view on it. I don't know if that's true or not, but I feel like if there was, less jealousy and less intimidation and more love and support and respect, I feel like things would be different. It's enough for everybody to eat comfortably. You know? There, you know, one thing, porn is never going to go away. Exactly. You know? yeah. Everybody, I, I literally tell all of my friends, especially my vanilla friends, because I'm very open about my job. You know, I, I've been doing this for so long. It's hard for me not to be open about it. You know, um, you know, I tell them that it's it's not for the weak. Like it, it takes a very strong person to enter this industry and stay in this industry and be able to make it in this industry. And, you know, everybody's different. Everybody has their kinks, their likes, their dislikes. Everything is a fetish. I mean, from blowing your nose when you're (laughs) old to peeing, I mean, literally everything is a fetish. Um, and I can respect that. I mean, as long as you're not hurting somebody, other people, you know what I mean? Like, with, yeah. I can respect that. But 
literally because something that I like, you might not like my best friend might not like, you know, we may both like together, you know, it's, it's a very big umbrella of yeah, fun yeah, that yeah. we can have within this industry. You know, uh, like, yeah, I agree. There's plenty to go around. There's plenty to go around. So many different niches, so many different kinks. Like you said, so many people, people are picky. Yep. People are picky. So yep. how can the people find you? Um, oh my goodness. So I am on Twitter and Instagram as Harley Marie 111. Um, you can find me on Sex Panther. I just recently came back to Pornhub, so I don't have anything there yet. Um, I am exclusively camming on Streamate, so you can just search Harley Marie and find me there. I'm kind of all over the place. That's why I was saying, like that whole like no network and like yeah i'm literally all over the place but honestly if you find my twitter or you find my instagram i have links there that point you in all the directions of where other than that you can find me <laughs> yeah it will put the links in the show notes so no worries okay cool i appreciate it and there's so much <laughs> <laughs> this has been a Ute fans quickie with harley marie this has been a, a pleasure thanks son i appreciate it it was fun <laughs> This has been another episode of the Yeet Fans Quickie Podcast. Go out and create something cool. Then monetize it on yeetfans.com, a space for creators. <laughs>